This is the TriDot Podcast. TriDot uses your training data and genetic profile combined with predictive analytics and artificial intelligence to optimize your training, giving you better results in less time with fewer injuries. Our podcast is here to educate, inspire, and entertain. We'll talk all things triathlon with expert coaches and special guests. Join the conversation and let's improve together. Together. It is a special edition of the Trout Out Podcast. We'll learn a little bit about triathlon travel, how to have the best experience possible when you travel to a race. But mostly, today's episode is an announcement for a new initiative we here at Tridot are calling Tridot Trips, powered by RaceQuest. It's going to be a great time. I have the founders of RaceQuest joining us for this announced cast of sorts. RaceQuest specializes in endurance sports race entry tours, training camps, and active travel. Whether you are a beginner, a competitive age grouper, or a professional athlete, they invite you to train, race, and travel the world with them. RaceQuest is now the official travel partner and event producer of Tridot Training. Uh, More on that in just a little bit. And today, we have the CEO and founder, Krista Baker, as well as the CMO and founder, Kelly Eldridge, joining me to talk about the future of TriDot Trips. So, Krista, Kelly, welcome to the TriDot Podcast. Happy to be here, Andrew. <laughs> it's, it's a pleasure. Thank you. Well, I am Andrew, the average triathlete, voice of the people, and captain of the middle of the pack. As always, we'll roll through our warm-up question, settle in for our main set conversation and then wind things down with our cool down. Before we get too deep into the show today, I want to give a shout out to our good friends at UCAN. Here at TriDot, we are huge believers in using UCAN to fuel our training and racing. In the crowded field of nutrition companies, what separates UCAN from the pack is the science behind Live Steady, the key ingredient in UCAN products. While most energy powders are filled with sugar or stimulants that cause a spike and crash, UCAN energy powders powered by Live Steady deliver a steady release of complex carbs to give you stable blood sugar and provide long-lasting energy. I personally fuel my workouts with the orange-flavored Edge Gel and the unflavored UCAN Energy Powder. Between their Energy Mix, Energy Bars, Almond Butter, and more, there is definitely a Live Steady product that you will love. So head to their website, UCAN.co, and use the code TRIDOT to save 20% on your entire order. Now that code used to be 10%, but the fine folks at UCAN have upped it to 20% for Tridot Nation. So once again, that's UCAN.co, promo code TRIDOT. Time to warm up. Let's get moving. Traveling to a new location can be a silky smooth experience, or it can have a bit of turbulence along the way. Pun fully intended. Uh, For our warm-up question today, I am dipping into the travel-related conversation a little bit early to ask you both this adventure-ready question. From all of your travels, of which you both have had plenty, uh, what is the biggest travel snafu you have had to troubleshoot? Kelly, let's start start with you here on this one. Gee, well, um, how much time do you have? (laughs) We have one hour. We have one hour, Kelly. There have been many, many that we could document. Thankfully, most of them were done uh, in our pre- tour scouting uh, moments, but Great. you know, so, they, so I guess athletes. it's, it's <laughs> exactly. only failure. It's only failure, Andrew, if you, if you don't learn from it. So, um, That's every, the spirit. every nugget we're going to give you today is through, um, uh, born from personal experience. I would have to say probably the number one that just comes to mind is that is the, we, we actually named it. We call it the Galway Nutribullet incident. Um, <laughs> We were we were kicking we were kicking off our summer European travel with a trip to Challenge Galway, which was just amazing, an epic epic place, epic event. And uh, Krista had this really great idea that we would take these eighty pound Nutribullets and fifty pounds of supplementation, and that we would enjoy fresh juicing and smoothing smoothies yeah, every sure. day. Yeah, tasty. You know, we're in Europe for a couple of months. Let's stay, you know, uh, healthy and drink our juices. And um, the first, uh, we rented this beautiful Airbnb cottage. You know, just get the setting here. It's Galway. It's Ireland. Yeah. It's 
the majestic coast and and we've got our cute little cottage there all prepped for to receive our our guests and um krista says well i think it's time it's time for a smoothie um, <laughs> it's time to and, get healthy <laughs> It's time to get healthy. Let's do it. So, Krista, you, what, what, you remember. You, you did oh, it. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So here I am with my 50-pound uh, bag of supplementations, and I'm pouring all of this into the Nutribullet, uh, plug it into the wall. So excited. Push go. All of a sudden, the biggest, loudest noise, and the entire, it goes yeah. blank and dark. And, um, yes, we, I failed to check the voltage in, uh, okay. in the Nutribullet, and we took the power out of that whole house. And plus, probably I think the, the whole, whole block, street. probably the whole street. Yeah, I mean, all, we be, really, all because you wanted a smoothie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we I blew it be, out, and yeah, yeah. The funny part about this is we carried those darn smoothies. That that Nutribullet has been more places than the average human being because it went all over Europe, plus Iceland with us because I thought it could salvage uh, when we got back home, and no, we couldn't. Absolutely, <laughs> I mean that that was memorable. I think I have to. I can't answer this question though and not mention um usually our snafus involve sketchy water crossings and oh uh, sure yeah sure why not we have another uh chapter in our book that we really need to write um and we would call that one the say uh say anything uh moment so we rented this we rented this van in costa rica and we were staying at this little inexpensive motel and um krista's driving us out in the van and they had these giant concrete curbs and the rear bumper of this big van clipped that curb and it was hanging by a thread. So we just did a little quick duct tape magic. And, yeah, uh, nice. Yeah, sure. It was great until we hit the water crossing. And then uh, it completely <laughs> came separated from the vehicle. And we had one of our team, one of our crew jumped out and went behind the van. And we could just see in the rear view mirror, he's holding the bumper up over his head like the, the John Cusack and say anything, you know, anything. it's like in your eyes, you know. So uh, we took the van back to the rental company and uh, they said, oh my gosh, oh, oh, do you want a new van? Would you like a new replacement? And we're like, no, you can just keep this bumper. It makes us more aerodynamic. So, <laughs> we're and we're fine. We just lost a little weight, a little more gas efficient. No worries. Lost our bumper. No problem. We're picking up clients with no bumper. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Travel tip number one, always get full coverage on your cars right there. First travel Super tip. Cover. Every time. Yeah, I, I historically don't do that, but I'm also historically not crossing uh, any water crossings uh, that I'm aware of. So uh, good, good to know. <laughs> Back in college, I was in Belize uh, with some friends and we were pretty close to the Guatemalan border. And so while we were so close to Guatemala, I said, hey, let's get another country in on this trip. Uh, we, we went through the little customs checkpoint to walk into Guatemala. We were going to just do some some shopping, have lunch in a little uh, Guatemalan village uh, right over the, 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 the border from Belize. And so you go through the security checkpoint. They check your bags, and they, they, they look at your passport. And so it felt like they were, like, admitting you into the country of Guatemala. What we didn't realize was there was after, – after you go through the security checkpoint, you, you walk about 100 yards, and there's a building to the left – we were supposed to go actually have your passport like stamped that you are coming into the country. But th- th- there was no like stanchion leading you that way. There was no one pointing you that way. There was no English sign encouraging you to go that way. And so we go, we think we're we're in Guatemala officially. So we have lunch, we do some shopping, you know, we, we walk around. And so when we go to exit the country, they open up our passports and are like, um, you guys never officially checked in to Guatemala. Uh, and so we, we can't process you out since you didn't process yourself in. And it became a whole thing. Luckily, one guy in our group uh, did speak Spanish. So he was able to negotiate a, 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 a U.S. dollar cash uh, uh, exchange uh, to to have them look the other way while they let us back into Belize. But for, for a hot minute there, uh, I was convinced I was spending the night in a Guatemalan jail, uh, jail. for not properly uh, entering. The, I'm sure that's not what would have happened, but uh, in my head as a college, as a naive college kid, that's what was about to happen. So uh, that's his answer for me. We're going to throw this question out to our audience like we always do. Make sure that you're a part of the I Am Trotted Facebook group, where every Monday when the new episode of the podcast comes out, we pose the warm-up question to you. I know we have some adventure seekers and some travelers in the group, so I'm excited to see uh, what is the biggest travel snafu you have ever encountered? On to the main set. Going in three, two, one. In my time podcasting for TriDot, I have been relentless in voicing my love 
for traveling for triathlons. It is just simply the best way to see the world. I have no doubt about that. So I am just elated to talk about triathlon travel, particularly how RaceQuest will empower the TriDoc community to experience the world together through triathlon. So Kelly, Krista, before we prepare our people to travel with TriDoc through RaceQuest, take us back to your personal experience as triathletes. Before you helped triathletes uh, 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 fly all over the world for races, you two were both triathletes yourselves. Uh, and so specifically, I'm curious, within your own tri- triathlon journey, what role did travel play in your time as a triathlete? And Krista, let's start with you. Absolutely. Well, um, my first foray into a triathlon was a, a, a small little race, which um, I had no idea. This is my inexperience with triathlon. I ran into T1, sprinted into T1 from the swim, and just completely stopped and started doing yoga. And at the time, my, my yeah, friend on the sidelines, yeah. yeah, what are you doing, <laughs> Krista, after about five minutes? And I looked straight at him and I said, what are you talking about? I'm in transition. It doesn't count. And he said, yes, it does. You, <laughs> so you were on the clock. <laughs> I was in transition. I literally thought it didn't count. Yeah. Um, so, yes, from that point forward, I realized that I need to take this a little more seriously. Um, that was a um, out-of-state race. Um, so, yes, a little money was uh, spent uh, going to that race. And I realized that, yes, I needed to probably um, um, manage uh, to know the sport a little bit better. But so then... Um, Again, I I was introduced uh, after that event to Charlie Patton and uh, Eric Opdyke from Revolution 3 Triathlon. I had a travel background managing groups um, for corporate businesses, and they thought, well, Krista, we need a pro liaison. We need also someone for to help with our hospitality and staff. Um, that's when I really got into the triathlon scene and obviously just took my travel and coordination skills and logistics skills to, to use with them and absolutely loved it. Met all the pro triathletes, fell in love with the sport and, uh, and with them as well. So that's kind of my, my uh, intro into travel and triathlon. No, very cool. It, it, it's, uh, it's always nice to, and I love asking when someone comes onto the show for the first time, because very often our, our, our normal roster of guests are try out coaches who come on regularly. And so our audience kind of, kind of knows who they are, knows their story. And so when we have new folks come on, I, I like getting kind of that, that, that first impression that, that, that when you got into the sport, what was it like for you? Because we get good stories like that, where I'm sure there's some people out there nodding their heads because they too probably didn't realize they were on the clock in T1, that very first race. So, uh, uh and look at you now, uh, now, now you coordinate races all over the world for triathletes. Uh, and most importantly, you know, that, uh, time on the clock and transition matters. So, uh, Kelly, what was your uh, kind of intro into triathlon and what role did travel play in your journey? Well, I, my first sprint was completely uncoached and unguided. And probably maybe that makes it ill-advised. I don't know. but I, I did my first sprint at the Gulf Coast. It was a team magic race. It was fantastic. And I did probably everything incorrectly or I had a borrowed a friend's hybrid bike. I had a Dasani water bottle that was taped to my handlebars, my drink with a straw. Uh, I just really did it very basic, but yeah. when I finished, um, I had found my people. Like it was wonderful; they were so welcoming, and you know, it just didn't matter. You know, if, whether you were first or or at the end or whatever, it was just fantastic. It was such a celebration, and um, from there, I worked my way up through the distances, and um, along the way, uh, I had done. Uh, Ironman Augusta 70.3 and this was in 2012 and my good friend and at the time my coach she she was a pro athlete and she was had qualified for Kona for the Ironman World Championship and she called me up one day and said you know um, could you come and like help me in Kona you know for a a little over a week because her husband uh, was an army officer he was on deployment at the time and she said you know I really could just use your sort of Sherpa helping hand good energy would you be willing to do that and I said I don't know that's a tough ask I'm gonna have to get back to you on that. <laughs> to, to go to Absolutely. Hawaii. Completely a thousand percent yes. So I landed, she immediately drove me to a Lee Drive. I started crying. It was emotional, it was a moment, and she's like, Oh, I'm so glad, you know, you're helping me feel that spirit again about my own, you know, race and Yeah. 
So uh, we were out there and she needed to go do a training ride. Um, so we went out on the Queen K Highway, way out toward Javi, where there's nothing but hot lava. Um, and uh, she said, you know, you should do this as a business. Like you, you should be a professional race Sherpa. You're so good at it and you're just calming and you've got it. You've got all the planning handled. It's great. Take stress off of me. So she said, there's somebody you need to meet that would be perfect. That is just like you and you guys should just get together and do this. And we're in the middle of nowhere. Remember, it's just us. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I've driven out there. And it is indeed the middle of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. And we see in the hundred degree heat, we see this vision, this mirage coming towards us with a visor and a water bottle. And it's Krista. And she says, I don't believe it. That's the person I was telling you about. And she said, Krista, Kelly, Kelly, Krista, discuss. And she went off to do her ride. And an hour later, when she came back, we had formed the company. We had just sketched it out right there on the Queen K Highway. And so that was October of 2012. And we came back to the mainland. We got everything together. We launched uh, in January of 2013. And I would dare say that that was what I call a divine appointment, Andrew. I mean, that has yeah, changed sure. both of our lives for the better. We've had amazing adventures and uh, awesome met awesome people. And uh, it's just been an uh, incredible journey. So I would say that's probably uh, the beginnings of my association with it. I'd always been a fan, had always watched on TV, but there's just nothing like, you know, trying it and uh, having a good time and, you know, uh, really enjoying yourself with it. So. Yeah. And I, I love that you just happen to meet out on not, not, not only in Kona. Cause I mean, it's, there's so many triathletes worldwide and only a certain percentage, a very small percentage of them are in Kona for the world championships every single year. And so for the two of you to be there same year, same time, and, and just so happen to same be day. Yeah, same, same, same day, all the way out on the Queen K, all the way to Javi. That, that, that is that is a little bit of a hike out there. And that's where you two ended up meeting. You, you, you start talking about race quest and for, from those initial discussions. And when you launched the company back in 2013, has anything changed in the business model or, or has it stayed pretty true to your kind of original intentions way back then? I think the core of what we do has stayed the same. I mean, okay. we've always called ourselves the professional Sherpas, but we, it, the Marthas, the caretakers, that core of what we do um, has stayed the same, but we are changing in the sense that we are getting bigger. Um, and that's so right. there's, yeah, and it's a, a very exciting development um, that's, that's coming with um, coming into the future and we are expanding and growing and the catalog of races that we are offering now is, is going to be doubling. So, um, yeah, I, I think. Uh, but again, going back to the root of what we do is we love our athletes. We love the, the business and um, and that's always going to remain the same. And I would add that, you know, you know, as far as the core of what we do, you know, we're not we're not really a sports business. We're not a travel business. We're, we're in the human connection business. And oh, I cool. think people come for the races and they come for the camps and the experiences, but they, they stay for the people. And it's the community and the sense of um, being among like-minded people and meeting new people and uh, making, making new friends, making new memories. And, and so that really feels like the core of what we do is bringing people together, which is such a positive and affirming I mean, the fact that I get to get up every day and that I get to do that and that's my job, you know, it's just, it's just phenomenal. So what a blessing. Kelly, what's that Maya Angelou quote that you always use? I love it. it it's what, we, it's what uh, we try to keep in the center of, of our minds when we're creating all these things is that people will, you know, Maya Angelou said that people, uh, they may, they're going to forget, they're probably, they may forget what you say, but they will never forget the way that you made them feel. No, sure. Yeah. Super important to us that when you go on a, on a trip with us, that you come away from there feeling like it was one of the best events that you've ever done. One of the best experiences, one of the best investments of your life. So, so I want to get uh, into the tried out and race quest uh, partnership because we, we both just have a shared passion for taking care of athletes, for getting triathletes together to swim, bike and run. Uh, and for exploring the world through triathlon. And, and those shared values uh, and some mutual connections that put us in touch uh, have led us to working together into 2024 and beyond. And so we are calling this Tri Dot Trips Powered by Race Quest. And basically, 
for us here at TriDot, we love getting our athletes together. Uh, but we recognize that that as a staff, we have a limited capacity and, and, and frankly, limited experience in planning and executing cool trips for our people. We can certainly do it. We've certainly done it. It's not our core competency as a brand. Uh, but at RaceQuest, that is your jam. That That is what you do. And so we are excited to bring TriDot Nation more events and better produced events than ever before by letting your team at RaceQuest empower our events and our people, our staff will just be there to enjoy. Uh, so so, so th- this is how we see this playing out. And I'm going to kind of take a moment to cast the vision and then let the two of you expound on this. But I, I want our core listeners, our core audience, just, just to kind of hear from our brand, kind of the heart of what we want to do here. Um, we we kind of see this as three different types of trips that our people can uh, partake in moving forward. Uh, trip type number one would be going to the races with TriDot and RaceQuest, a.k.a. the race experience alongside a whole bunch of your TriDot friends. You, you are going to a place like Challenge Roth, and there will be a whole boatload of TriDotters there. We'll all be doing the race together. You are racing on this type of trip. Uh, number two, TriDot training camps, um, probably 60 to 70 to 80 athletes at a time uh, in a very cool, but also a very practical and affordable location, uh, just training, learning, and hanging out together. This is kind of the, the, the type of trip we've historically done here at TriDot. You know, we've done ambassador camps in Austin, Texas, and St. George, Utah, uh, all sorts of places. Um, so, so this would be just kind of more of that. And then number three, uh, I, I kind of consider this our TriDot boutique uh, kind of premium experience camps uh, where, where, where you are experiencing a really cool destination uh, with a little bit more of a price tag because it's it, of it being a cool destination. Uh, probably some fewer athletes, maybe 20, 30, 40, 50 athletes at a time. Uh, still a good size group. Uh, and these honestly are the, are the kinds of trips that I'm excited about because I, I personally, I'm kind of posh as a traveler. I'm, I'm a little bougie with, uh, with premium economy on my plane flights and, and stuff like that. But, but th- th- these would be, you know, going to Kona and, and getting to swim in the bay and getting to see, uh, that, that, that experience, you know, going really, really cool, you know, triathlon destination places and just getting to experience, you know, swimming, biking and running in that place with some other tri daughters. So. Uh, so, so more or less that, that is the vision as clearly and concisely as I can pitch it for our people. Uh, Kelly Krista, what, what, what did I miss? You know, what do you want our athletes to know about these experiences that we're working on together already? I'm just going to chime in real quick. You said bougie, you said posh traveler. Andrew, yeah. I travel with a separate carry on check-in bag for my yeah. face products and my supplements. So yeah. posh bougie right here. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I can ver- I can vouch for that. I can verify that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, so I would say I think the best way to describe the trips uh, is that you're going to get to see, no matter which type of trip, you're going to get to see the world through triathlon. Um, you're going to meet great people. Uh, you and your family and friends are going to be well looked after always. It's our passion to take care of you. And we're just I think we're just driven to deliver as much excellence as we can for every client, regardless of athlete or, or spectator. And um, yeah, that that's just off the, right off the top. That's what you can expect. Yeah, sure. and I say after ten years, we've we've uh, we have thousands of clients and created hundreds of experiences, camps, uh, race uh, day experiences. Internationally, so you're we're forming a partnership with. You're exactly right. We know what we're doing, and we've done it, and we have a ton of, of happy clients, and and we call them family members um, who are now part of our, our community. And so yeah, you come in as a client, and you leave as a friend. So we're so excited and just very honored to work with the Tridot community and become part of of a Tridot family. Yeah, so at TriDot, we don't partner with somebody lightly. We, we, we like finding the best possible people to take care of our athletes, and that's what we know we have in working with RaceQuest. Um, you, you're both very well-versed in taking athletes to the races. Um, so, so just tell our people, when an athlete goes to a race through RaceQuest, what does that experience look like? What, what all do you take care of for the athlete uh, when they go to a Roth or uh, a, a Nice or a Kona or whatever through RaceQuest? Yeah, Kelly, I'm going to chime in real quick. Um, 
my passion, this stems back to, to the Rev3 days, but has always been not just for the athlete, but also for the families. Um, I've always, you know, wanted to make sure that the family is, is taken care of. So, because that's a big part of the athlete experience as well. If your family is not having a good time, you're probably not going to have a good race. So to that, to that point, um, we always make sure that, that spectacular, what do we call them? Um, spectathlete. She calls them I can't, I can't ever say that word, uh, but they're they are well taken care of. They are having a good time. So therefore, the athlete, that whole worry and concern is off their shoulders when they toe the line on that race day. So, Kelly, you can go, go in and talk about the athlete. Yeah. Well, I would say, uh, Andrew, hold my beer on this one as far as what <laughs> yeah. we do for people. Yep. Go for um, it. D- dive into it. Get deep. Yeah, let's see. Uh, well, let's start with uh, for the athlete. Um, let's take Challenge Roth, for example. Um, first of all, we can get you into the race. Uh, the race sells out in like 40 seconds every, every year. year. Every year. It's yep. unbelievable. I mean, they're just poof, they're gone. But we um, are able to get you guaranteed access to purchase that golden ticket. It's literally like Willy Wonka and the golden ticket. Um, so uh, that's a that's obviously a real plus as we can get you in and um and then i would say next you know we do provide all of the services that you would expect on a world-class tour the airport transfers the course race course recon very detailed strategy um, a beautiful hotel accommodations uh, race week transportation you don't have to rent a car Uh, we bring our own bike mechanics from the u.s we provide a a VIP race day experience for yourself and, and your spectathletes and uh, like a tented um, special area at the swim start uh, right on the bank of the canal where you can see your swimmers and um, just throughout the race day it's just it's a phenomenal uh, day and you know that course is logistically complex you have transition one and two are about six miles apart and the roads are closed so for the people that are on the Challenge Roth Tour, we're able to take you uh, and get you places where other people can't go. You know, our buses have special permissions and we get to take you all over the course. So it's really a fantastic day, I would say. Um, and then, you know, even deeper, we, well, I mean, we glove up. Let's face it, we're going <laughs> to glove up. We're going to glove up and uh, pull your bike and your bags out of T2, which it's a fairly biohazardous situation. It I absolutely would say. is. Yeah. If no one's had to do that, your bike <laughs> is, get, is pretty wrecked. It's never it dirtier. Can get, <laughs> it can get a little sticky. Um, uh, so we t- gather those items and we transport those back to your hotel and deliver them for you so that when you finish that amazing race, you get to enjoy uh, the celebration. You don't have to schlep over to T2 and try to put your body and your bike back together and and figure out what to do. So we handle all of that. Um, I would say also that I've had many athletes that if they couldn't make it back to the to the motor coach, you know, they've leaned on me and I've walked people <laughs> back and forth and I've held you know, held their hair and so to speak, you know, when they have to be ill. I mean, I, it, we stay with everyone and, and it's great. I think also for single travelers, because, you know, if you're going to go to a big race like that, you want somebody to be your people or help you. Yeah. And, and it's such a huge it. boost in so many right? ways. <laughs> it gives you confidence going into the race, knowing that should you have any sort of issue or whatever, you've got people that are tracking you and people that are going to look after you and will go uh, to medical tip with you or, you know, take care of all of your belongings. And um, I just think that's such a great, uh, a great plus um, when you are uh, wanting to see more of the world and, you know, we can do those things for you. So it, it really comes down to um, just making sure that all of our team members go above and beyond their heart and soul is in it. Um, and you definitely will feel that and you're going to be, uh, so well looked after. So that's, that's really, uh, what it's all about. Yeah. So for, for, in terms of the athlete booking, uh, it, it literally is you, you get your plane ticket to wherever your race destination is, uh, you know, challenge Roth being again, the prime example, cause you guys do that one every single year, you get your plane ticket there and then everything else is taken care of by race quest. And so you're free to just sit back and enjoy, uh, you know, take the pressure off of the actual travel logistics and just get yourself ready for race day. Enjoy the experience, enjoy the location with, uh, your, your new triathlete friends that you're meeting that are on the same tour as you, uh, and, and Roth Germany. I mean, that, that is one of the biggest trips you guys do every single year. And, And you certainly know how to service more races than just 
challenge Roth, but but I know that one is near and dear to your heart. Uh, what, what, what is what is the special relationship between Challenge Roth and RaceQuest? I met Felix, who's the CEO of, uh, of Roth, back in my Rev3 days. And I, in that very first encounter, you can feel it's palpable, his passion for the, for the sport and his desire to make his particular race just the best in the world. Um, he's got this infectious personality, this infectious smile. Um, and he's, he's always been such a champion for triathlon, the sport itself. Um, for me, uh, you know, we've always had this direct connection with him. He's been so gracious and generous with RaceQuest, even in the sense that he's, get, he's come and joined us for beers post-race with just our group of people. He's no, so um, our buddies. Yeah. We, yeah, we've gone to the <laughs> Hofbrau. He's joined us at the Hofbrau. He started up these wonderful rallies and singing in, inside the Hofbrau with our, with our <laughs> folks. So he... he we have such an, a, a strong connection with him just because of who he is and his love for the sport. And obviously that's reflected in, in Roth in and of itself, the event. And I would add that he's really championed us because he, he has seen our passion and our heart for not only our clients, but for the people and the people there that make it all happen, you know, at Roth. And um, I think that he's just one of the most generous um, human beings you'll ever, ever meet. So very, very special person. So, so for, uh, try it out specifically for listeners, uh, who are listening and there will be this podcast drops on a Monday. And I know that the week this podcast is dropping, some, uh, emails are going out, some, some social media posts are going out, uh, with some more detail on what it looks like to be a try out athlete going to challenge Roth in 2024. Uh, but, but for the sake of this podcast, uh, for the try daughters who are Maybe Roth has been on the radar and, and they've always wanted to go and have just never pulled the trigger. Maybe that they've tried getting in and haven't been able to, but but whatever the case is, if someone's listening to this and they're like, oh, Tridot is going to Roth in 2024 with a bunch of people, um, what what is that experience going to look like? What's going to be special and unique for the Tridot audience specifically? Well, I would say, first of all, um, whether you have an entry already and you were lucky enough to get one through the lottery, which is like And we do amazing. have some of those, yeah. If you have some of those people, whether you have an entry or you need an entry, you're welcome on the tour. Um, it's full service. It is wheels up, wheels down. We've got you covered. Um, from the moment you land in Munich Airport, we're going to have our, our teams there, greeters, our motor coaches, our trucks to handle your bike and your luggage and all of those things. And we get you to um, the TriDot Host Hotel, which would be in Nuremberg. It's about 25 minutes away. Beautiful setting walk to the beautiful swimming pools. Um, there's an eight lane Olympic pool, and then there's another pool that's an indoor, um, so close oh, by. There, there are, I mean, oh. there's sightseeing like five minutes away. You can walk out the door. It actually backs up to a beautiful green park with like a pond and um, pedal boats and paths for dedicated for running and for, for biking. It's amazing that they, they have this extensive network uh, over there where the parks system is just beautiful. And we're in such a great setting, but yet you're only five minutes into Old Town Nuremberg for sightseeing, dining, shopping, world-class place. Um, and then it's uh, just a, a quick way over there to Roth. And we handle all of your race week transportation. That's something people are sometimes nervous about traveling internationally or racing is, what do I do about driving? It's on the Autobahn. Oh my gosh, what do we do? So we have professional German drivers that drive us everywhere. Ah. <laughs> and it's this in these nice air-conditioned motor coaches. And we pull up and Especially, um, you know, I would say we do the course, bike course and uh, swim course orientation where we will stop along the way and point out very important strategic parts of that race course. Um, and then we will uh, get you fully prepared with uh, team briefing, uh, race rules, all of that. Um, we take you everywhere you need to be for bike check-in. We take that over there for you and you walk it in. Um, we just make it as easy as possible. Um, daily breakfast, of course, at the hotel. We have a welcome party planned, uh, which is always a big hit. And you never know what pros are gonna drop by. We always have some friends that come and wanna hang out um, in uh, Old Town Nuremberg and meet meet our people so that's always a fun time as well and then i would have to say it caps off with our race day which is just um being on that tour this many number of years i can't tell you how many people have come up to me and said how do i get on that bus like that's exactly. 
that's where I want to be. Well, you, know? you, you book your trip and you book all your travel through RaceQuest next time around. That's, you don't do it on your own. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a completely um, comprehensive uh, in nature. You know, um, it's it's a very thorough trip. So no matter whether you need an entry or you you've already got one, uh, we'd welcome you to. When you go to our website at race-quest.com, you're going to see a tab up there that says Try Dot Trips, and you can click that. It's going to take you right to your special uh web page private to try dot you'll be typing in a code a special code to get in and so that will um be the way that we uh, work that for you in terms of your booking and you'll book through us it's all handled um very seamlessly yep and we're going to include some special uh try dot swag for our try dot athletes that do challenge roth in 2024 and and most importantly uh, to your point, you know, we'll all be together. We'll be in the same hotel in Nuremberg. We'll be on the same buses going all around Germany for a solid week. Uh, so it's literally going and doing, in many people's opinion, the best triathlon experience race in the world uh, with a bunch of your trot out friends. So, uh, and, and I, I love that you kind of tease, you, you always have uh, so, some pros come by, depending on who's in town. You have a lot of connections with the professional field. Uh, we also have, on, on the trot out side of things, have several uh, kind of, kind of uh, Ironman celebrity coaches, so to speak, uh, kind of on the TriDot coaching roster. And so when you do a TriDot trip uh, through RaceQuest, you never know what what pros and what celebrity coaches might be in attendance uh, on deck coaching you that, that week. Uh, uh, and, and we do. At this very moment, uh, I'll, I'll kind of tease this part of it. We have four TriDot trips on the calendar, fully greenlit, all systems go. They're being planned for 2024. Uh, our longtime TriDot ambassadors, they'll know that historically we do one TriDot trip every year, and it's our ambassador camp. Uh, so I, I'm excited. I just think it's awesome that we're expanding that to four. Uh, if we see the demand, if if you guys listening sign up for these things, and we'll expand that into 2025 and beyond. Uh, we'll we'll, we'll kind of grow it as the demand is there for trips and experiences. Um, now on this podcast episode. We are only officially announcing Challenge Roth, which is kind of why, why we're talking about it a little bit extra. Uh, so Challenge Roth in 2024, you can sign up uh, through RaceQuest and go race it with TriDot next year. Uh, the other three events that we have officially locked in, um, that they are I, I will tease they are not races. Uh, Challenge Roth is the only TriDot race happening next year through RaceQuest. Uh, our other three events are more camp-like events. Um, so Kelly Krista... What does a camp produced by RaceQuest look like? Uh, not to give too much away, but sure. I, I, yeah, can, sure. I, yep, I can say um, expect um, beautiful, spectacular locations, uh, warm, Kona-like swimming waters. Let me just quote Kona-like swimming waters. Um, you white glove service, a comprehensive training program. We're going to work directly with all the coaches and try out to make sure that um, we've, you've got the education, the instruction there to, to really get through, uh, help perfect your form. But um, I always say that there's not a single athlete who has been to our camp experience who has left um, not a better athlete. These, everyone who comes in always comes out with knowledge, uh, education. Obviously, they are physically exhausted, but that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, 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 and, right, yeah. Uh, yep, and they are they are well nutritioned. Um, they've got we've got plenty of great uh, nutrition and, and food uh, involved with that as well. So, well, yeah. I'll also say that one of our um, let's just say one of our previous uh, camp experiences, we had the great fortune to work with. Um, local farm to table chefs i mean it's mm. from top to bottom it's going to be next level that's what we can promise and i guarantee that you will leave inspired uh you'll be a better athlete you will have a game plan you will have made a lot of great new friends and you will have been able to see something uh an amazing location or maybe travel a place that you've you've never considered before so good things at store. Yeah, and, and for TriDot, we're, we're our part. We're going to make sure there are a couple TriDot staff members at each of these experiences on these trips. Uh, some will be coaches that are there to coach you for the week. Some will just be personalities that are there to connect with you for the week. Uh, but but it will always make sure it is well-staffed and a very cool experience all the way around. Um, another really cool thing that RaceQuest does for athletes uh, is bespoke kind of just one-on-one trips. 
Uh, we, we have a, a longtime Trotted Ambassador uh, who has used you to plan all of his travel for multiple international races. Uh, the, 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 there are two fairly famous Trotted coaches uh, who had you coordinate uh, all the travel for their honeymoon. Uh, and I'm not going to say any <laughs> names there unless you feel led to. But uh, So for any of our athletes listening who are thinking about going big with a racecation of some kind, uh, how can they best connect with your team if they want a little extra help? Uh, well, I, I think as far as just the booking the race travel or, or something that you want to go on a trip, you know, obviously reach out to us um, and you're going to include links in the description of how to get to us. But um, as far as bespoke travel, that's something that really came about um, a few years ago out of popular demand. Um, wow. The clients may be racing somewhere where we don't offer a full tour and they want us to scout out the best place to stay. What are some, you know, where's the local bike shop? What are the dining options? What would the itinerary be? And so it became kind of a custom program there, which we can work with you. Um, maybe you want to just go on vacation with the family, but you want to go to a place that can at- accommodate your training so that you're not missing out on that. Um, it could be uh, just extremely you know, in depth as far as the plan that we put together. And thankfully, over the past 10 years, we've developed a pretty large network of locations, on the ground knowledge, um, experts uh, that help us uh, to create whatever type of trip that you that you might need. And I would also say that we offer uh, post-race tours as extensions that are small group in nature Um, and frankly those will just blow you away we've got a trip to prague and munich that we do after challenge roth if you want to tack that on oh it's awesome Um, yeah while you're over there (laughs) yeah like while you're racing you might well the good thing about that is um you know i think that you know you got to remember that you know your your families and friends who've you know listen to you talk about your race for a year you know (laughs) it's kind of nice to reward them you know with some post-race i could not agree more yeah it's like a nice reward but yeah we we can customize um quite a bit for you so happy to do so kelly i'm going to chime in on this one kelly created a bespoke uh, tour this year and um this spectacleites let's just say that again um we're pickleball players so she set up a whole uh, kind of pickleball tour after post race for for the family members so that they could have their own uh, fun experience after watching their loved one uh, cross that line in roth so yeah we we are very customized <laughs> customizable <laughs> Yeah, and and I love what you're saying. Like for for my wife and I, uh, and I, I don't think in our calls together I, I I've said this before, but in my for my wife and I in our marriage, you know, we're at the time we're recording this podcast, we've been married for eight years. We just had our first baby girl, uh, so for the for the first eight years, uh, just the two of us, no no kids. Like how we vacationed, like how we traveled the world was through triathlon. I I would show her a short list of half Ironman races I was interested in doing. Uh, and she would pick which one we were going to go to based on which country she was the most interested in visiting. And so that's where we've done 70.3 New Zealand. We've done 70.3 Greece. And so, yeah, we are trying to build, you know, two week long vacations in a really cool country based around a long weekend at, at the races. And, and, uh, when we did New Zealand, that one was a little more straightforward. So I felt pretty confident in planning everything, figuring out logistically, getting into Auckland, you know, sightseeing a couple things, getting down to Topa. Uh, for Greece, you know, we wanted the island hop a little bit. And so that logistically became a little bit more involved. And so I actually did uh, elicit the help of a Greek travel agency to help me with that particular one. And so, yeah, to have a triathlon knowledgeable uh, agency that you can work with uh, to help you just plan, troubleshoot, all those kind of things would be super great. And just an example, going through my Greek travel agency that was not triathlon knowledgeable, uh, I told them in advance, hey, I am flying with this massive bike travel case. Uh, and and because in all their literature, it said, oh, we, we will get you a taxi from the airport to the hotel in Athens, da-da-da-da. And so I was like, hey, I, I have this massive thing. They, they asked me for for like the size dimensions. I sent it to them. And so they, they guaranteed me over email. Okay, we, we see how big it is. We have the dimensions. We'll make sure there's a big enough uh, uh, car to get you there. And sure enough, we arrive in Athens. Our car comes up, and it's just a, a typical run-of-the-mill taxi and I'm looking at the guy, the guy's looking at me, he's looking at the bike, and we all know there's no way this is all fitting in there. Uh, you guys know how to troubleshoot those kind of scenarios. From all the athletes you've worked with and all the, the, the kind of trips and experiences you've helped coordinate, 
what 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 is maybe the the most difficult or the most challenging circumstance you've tried to help a athlete troubleshoot in their travel logistics? It always goes down to the bike. It always comes down to that, that darn bike. I'm telling you. I'm, of course I'm it does. telling you. It's always about the bike. A Sycon case is never going to wedge into a Fiat. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> well, we had a client who had done Challenge Roth with us uh, and really enjoyed it. And then he signed up for Ironman Alaska. So that was a pretty tricky one to figure oh, out. Oh, yeah, I bet. Then. We did that for him and his wife as a bespoke trip, and I spent, you know, a good bit of time uh, researching, and one of the things that I was able to come up with, um, I just did some, well, given it, given some tips away here, but I looked at the swim start area, and I started digging down into real estate, and I ended up contacting some people that owned a home that would be perfect for them, and we emailed and got some discussion going. They were even, um, they were even amenable to renting them their Jeep. <laughs> they were wow. going to rent the house for the, the the race and rent the Jeep too. So, um, just knowing, just knowing, you know, where they needed to be and what their price point was going to be and what um, what their needs, their list of wants. And you just go down the list and you and then I had a backup plan for them if that didn't work out. So it all comes down to um, just uh, really we've learned a lot from our snafus, you know, so uh, we really have. Yeah. And I was going to say real quick, too, real quick, a lot of, uh, you know, we always say the bike, but also customs is a whole different oh, sure. uh, ball game. Make sure you is- properly go through customs, people. Yeah, yeah, well, but also whenever you're you're um, you know mailing the the bike back or, or sending things through uh, through customs, what is allowable in the in the uh, bag itself? Because we've had several bags being held up in customs for a, a wetsuit, for example. You, you oh, can't wow. have anything wet in, right. in your in your bag. So it's little little tips like this. We are very much. I mean, we learned again through experience, but we we're able to uh, kind of pass that on to the athlete, knowing um, from you know, 10 years of doing this. Yeah, they may come to us with their plan and we may take a look at it and go, ooh, you know, how are you going to get from A to B with this equipment here? And, you know, we can help them troubleshoot that and give them some alternatives and, and really, plus we've had, we've gotten really adept at identifying these little jewels, these special boutique places to stay, these great locations, um, hotels that are very athlete-centric, even down to dining. They may have special uh, dietary needs and we can scout out the restaurants for them. I mean, we really give them a comprehensive guide so that when they um, travel, everything is just exactly the way that it needs to be. And so, you know, really it's, it's all about the details. Yeah. So, so we'll definitely tell our athletes and, and I am telling our athletes right now, you know, you can have RaceQuest help you. I mean, one, you can go to the races with TriDot through RaceQuest, uh, like Challenge Roth. You can go to our camps that will be on the TriDot Trips page. Um, or you, you can reach out and have them plan just your own personal uh, trip for a triathlon race wherever you're going. Uh, but but there are Kristen Kelly athletes that that they're used to doing the travel themselves. They just want to do the travel themselves. They're going to plan it themselves, even though we're saying, hey, RaceQuest is great. Go ask them. Uh, and, and so for those people who are just they're going to do it themselves, they want to do it themselves, they're used to doing it to the, 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 themselves. What are your top kind of travel tips in, in terms of planning and executing a race trip, uh, the, the, the tips you can give to our people who just want to do it themselves. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to start off with this one because I've always, I've preached this mantra 20 years, 30 years now. When you travel, you need to always have three things top of mind, no matter what. You need to have access to communication, be it your phone, uh, access to money, however that is, and your ID. As long as you've got those three things, and you know you're packing you're like i'm forgetting something i'm forgetting something i don't know what it is just make sure you have those three things because as long as you have that you're going to be fine because you can buy whatever you forgot yeah no that's really great i would add that um especially for international trips the in the in the era that we are in i can't stress enough the need for some type of travel or medical travel insurance policy that would cover you and help mitigate any possible financial loss should something happen that uh, would keep you from traveling to that event. I mean, this is the worst case scenario and we need to talk about it. I would say that out of 100 athletes, 
we usually have two or three that end up in this circumstance where wow. it's so late that it, it's impossible to claw back, you know, any type of refund or, um, and it's just, it's really, it's really tough. So I would say, uh, we have very excellent resources for you on that, uh, recommendations. Um, but whatever you're going to do internationally, especially, you want some type of, of coverage so that should something happen, you don't have to stress about that, you know, because it is an investment. You know, it is an investment not only of your time and your training, but your money too. Yeah, no, it absolutely is. And I, I love that you're bringing that up because it's, you know, when you're planning a trip yourself, that the fun things to plan is where you're going to stay, where you're going to eat, what you're going to see, what you're going to do. Uh, no one likes to, to wrap their head around the the financials and the insurance uh, side of things. And and from, from I know partially you're talking about like trip insurance, you know, the, the financials, uh, but, but as triathletes, even on the medical side, like my, my wife, when we were racing New Zealand and Greece, she was like, especially Greece, where not everybody speaks English. Like she was like, you need to be careful on that race course because nothing can happen. If something happens to you, I cannot deal with getting you in and out of a Greek hospital. So, so make sure that you're safe out there. It's like, okay, yeah, yeah great point. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, just thinking through those things, uh, Kelly is just really, really good uh, uh, information. And well, I'm, I'm, and I'm just thinking about even Krista, your, the first trip that we ever did was Ironman Lake Tahoe. Now there's a throwback. Um, yeah, wow. What an event that was, one. right? But Krista was it, training and, um, and well, you tell, you tell the, the, it, it's, it snowed Krista. Is that the snow race or something like that? Exactly. Yes. The, the bike seats were frozen. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, and there's there are pictures, I believe, you know, on our Facebook and and but I was in a, a head on collision on my bike with another cyclist and, oh, and wow. fractured my neck in, in several areas. But yes, the importance of insurance, a hundred percent, make sure that you know we our hearts break when this happens to our clients because. Sure. Um, you know, without insurance, we really, there's no recourse for us because our, our money is typically paid in advance six months ahead of time. So, um, yeah, just insurance is important. I, Kel, I, there's one more thing I do have to say. Our biggest shock in learning and, and creating this business is realizing that the U.S. clients have very little bike knowledge. Um, when we travel abroad, you know, we always have a, a bike mechanic that comes with us. Um, but, we, you know, we intermingle with the Australians and UK. everyone from Australia, UK, they can pack and unpack their bike. They do basic bike maintenance. All the U.S. athletes are like, I don't know how to make this adjustment. I yeah, don't know how to. Out. Yeah, that's so, what 100% checks out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so one of our biggest, um, you know, I, I guess suggestions is take a bike maintenance, a basic bike maintenance class yeah, I love before that. traveling international because it is it is guaranteed something's going to get tweaked on your bike in, in travel. It always does. There's not a single bike that nothing, that not something doesn't happen to. So having that basic knowledge on how to kind of tweak your own bike. And yes, if it's, wor if it's worse than you can handle, again, we always have that bike mechanic there to help. But just having that knowledge before any international experience, yes, 100%. That a piece of advice I get. Just learn how to oh, pack it, and, and pack and it properly as well, you know, safely, and um, you know, go to your local bike shop and have them pack it with you and show you the best way to do that. So, you know, take take good care of that. I'm just curious for the both of you. You've both been to so many wonderful places, uh, uh, just seeing the world through triathlon, helping athletes through their experiences. Um, just, just on a personal level, I, I know challenge Roth for, for both of you is just high up there tops on the list in terms of race experience, but just in terms of locations you've been to through triathlon, through race quest, what, what, what would you say is just top of the top favorite location that you visited? Uh, Krista. We do, you know, we're not specifically also just a, a triathlon company. We're an endurance uh, sport. So we're talking long distance running, stage racing, uh, long cycling. We also host uh, tours to the Tour de France. So one of the best trips that we've ever uh, put together is an all, it was an all women's running race in Iceland. We ran across the glaciers. Um, wow. And so it was a, a small, intimate group of women. Um, we were in these small little cabins. So you ran from cabin to cabin and we overnighted. We went to the Blue Lagoon. We just, we did everything. Um, and that was probably my very favorite experience and very favorite race that we've 
kind of coordinated and tour that we the, the Lauga Viger Trail, as it's known, and they also where we first tried uh, their delicacy, which is fermented shark chased with something <laughs> wow. alcoholic, basically gasoline. I don't even know the wow. name of it, but it was one of those things that you never forget. How Icelandic, yeah. Travel to Iceland, <laughs> do that, and you know, wow, you know, <laughs> unforgettable. So, um, so, Kelly, is that the same answer for you, or do you have a different one? I'm going to, well, that's a little rustic for me. I'm thinking, um, I'm going to go with a place that's fully, that got, has, uh, just stole, just stolen my heart. I love going to Prague every year okay. after Roth, we go to Prague and I just cannot believe what an incredible, it's so surprising. It's so clean and so safe and so welcoming and so hospitable um, and very sophisticated, um, artistic, cultural, uh, just a great city that really has the history and the modern vibe to it. And I have yet to take a traveler there who didn't say, wow, this is knocking my socks off like I had no idea. Um, they are always feeling that they, uh, their expectations are exceeded. And I have to say that Prague um, would, would be that city for me. And of all the places we've been, all the cities, all the different locales, um, that's probably my top. That's my number one favorite city is Prague. Highly recommend. All right. Well, I, I, I've always wanted to go to Challenge Roth, whether I'm racing or just uh, there for try out supporting our athletes racing. Uh, so may, may, maybe, I'll, uh, maybe I'll bring the family. Maybe we'll uh, get to experience Prague ourselves. We will see if that have, is in the cards for 2024 or 2025. But uh, for, for our tridaughters listening to this and and lots of great information a lot of great stories I, i've really enjoyed this conversation today a little less swim bike and run but but still very much in the multi-sport realm and i've just been very excited to uh get this information to our people and, and kind of kind of cast the vision for what you're going to to see um now, now i do want to tell our athletes uh who are racing a north american ironman event uh tridot trips does not replace tridot at the races uh, I know that there are some key members of our team that are retooling what Trotted at the Races looks like in 2024 and beyond. We will still be on site at the North American Ironman races to support you. Uh, Trotted Trips just provides more opportunities for our athletes to swim, bike, run, and travel together. Because at, at the end of the day, uh, I know the two of you agree with me on this, any adventure, a, a triathlon adventure especially, is most fun when done with other people. So uh, kind of our plan as a company, every year, uh, in October, I think we're planning the week uh, the week after Kona World Championships. We're going to release the schedule for Tridot trips for the following year. And so right now we're saying, hey, go sign up for Challenge Roth. Do Challenge Roth with us in 2024. But like I said, there are three other experiences that will be announced, and that announcement will go out uh, the week after Kona, and you'll be able to have plenty of time to uh, wrap your head around, is this a good fit for me? Does it fit my schedule? And then sign up and get ready for it. So uh, Kelly, Krista, kind of as we wrap up our conversation today, do, do you have just kind of any final encouragement for our Tri-Daughters uh, to hop into a Tri-Daughter trip for 2024, uh, particularly Challenge Roth? Uh, well, Challenge Roth, I mean, that. what can I say? I mean, it is just exceptional. I cannot recommend it enough. It is the people's race. Um, it's just as great an experience for people who are maybe that, you know, that's their first international race and they, they're a bit new at that, um, as, as it is for the pros or for the, for the spectators. Uh, um, and, and the unique thing about that race is having, you know, seen it up close for 10 years, the spectators love it just as much, um, just as much as the athletes. I'm going to jump in. And again, I always go back to the, the spectators, but there are no Sherpas on this tour. We take care of the family members as though they are athletes and clients. Um, we roll out yep, the road, red carpet just for them. And so I always, Kelly and I laughed at this. Heck, if you don't have a good time at uh, at Roth, and then we'll coordinate a pickleball bespoke tour for you. <laughs> you might want to change sports. <laughs> you might want to. You might want to do what Krista does and just you know do the yoga in T one. You know you might want to. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Try something new. Great set, everyone. Let's cool down. 
guess what time it is? It's coach cooldown tip time. I'm Vanessa, your average triathlete with elite level enthusiasm. Joining me today is TriDot coach Diego Navarro from Stillwater, Oklahoma, where he lives with his fiance Kelsey, his dog Whimsy, and Huey the Bunny. Diego is currently working as an animal nutritionist for a company that develops botanical solutions from plant extracts to improve the health of pets and livestock. How cool is that? On the triathlon side of things, Diego has been a triathlete for over 15 years and became a TriDot athlete in 2020 and a coach in 2022. He is currently working with athletes from all corners of the world in Australia, the US, and the Philippines. Diego is passionate about what some people refer to as the fourth discipline of triathlon, nutrition and race fueling. He has a robust educational background, which helps him to help his athletes cross the finish line with an abundance of energy, perfectly hydrated and with a happy gut. Now, one thing that not many people know about Diego is that he has a second degree black belt in Taekwondo and he used to compete for the national team in the Philippines. That is absolutely amazing. Welcome to the cooldown, Diego. Hi, Vanessa. Thanks for having me, and it's great to be here. So, a black belt, hey? Like, that is a pretty incredible achievement. I highly respect people who have received a black belt in any martial art, not only because of the intense physicality that is required, but the mental fortitude needed to commit to such consistent and difficult training for a very long period of time. Um, I imagine that the mental abilities that you gain training and competing in Taekwondo have been a major part of your success as a triathlete. Yes, absolutely. In my 12 years in the sport, I learned to be disciplined, to have humility, mm. and there's no substitute for hard work. Hard work always pays off, period. Yeah, yeah, I 100% agree. And I love that humility aspect because in my very short stint with, uh, with martial arts, I definitely learned that very quickly. And it's a good, it's a good experience to have for anyone. Um, but I do feel like we could chat about this forever, but let's get to the tip. So what is something that you share with your athletes that you think would benefit the people listening to our podcast today? My tip is to practice the logistics of your fueling and hydration strategies for race day. What I mean by that is that your plan needs to be practical and feasible. So does your plan include using gels, solids like chews or bars, rice balls, sandwiches, or is it in liquid form or is it a combination of all of them? So I typically see Athletes underfuel because they are limited by how much nutrition they think they can carry, which is why I often recommend using a combination and determining which combinations are practical and will help hit their targets. So, for example, dedicating a bottle or two for liquid carbohydrates that are typically more concentrated. So you don't run out of space for solids or gels on your bike. And don't be afraid to use the special needs bags for longer races like a full Ironman. Uh, bonking will add more to your finish time than the two to three minutes of stopping at the special needs station, right? Absolutely. And on the run, you could use a combination of gels and liquid carbs in a small bottle or flask that you can easily top up. I use a sandwich bag or a gel flask that can be used to store whatever powder or mix you use in, in your bottle, which you could easily carry or pick up at the special needs station. In terms of sodium, if you use salt capsules, you can find little tiny Ziploc bags that are about two by two and a half inches that you can store them in and easily discard in the trash bin at aid stations. So you can have one or two or five capsules in there uh, and make them a single use or multiple use bag. My personal favorite is dissolving electrolyte tabs in a gel flask with a capacity of about 100, 150 mil and sip on it as I go. Uh, I find that easier than using salt capsules uh, but these little baggies are so small, 
I still make my athletes carry some as insurance. Diego, I have another question for you that regards to training and carrying your fuel. Um, and I'm just cu curious what you recommend for carrying your nutrition on those long run sessions in particular. Um, because I know that there's a lot of options out there and they can also impose a lot of difficulties if you're carrying a lot of water for example it's very heavy and how do you how do you recommend carrying that during a training session that's a very good question actually what i do is if i'm gonna go out on a long run say two hours or more uh, sometimes i would drive somewhere and where i park my car is the middle point so i would do a loop and it could be the same for biking I would stop at some point, refuel or replenish my, my gels that I'm carrying or the bottle that I have my liquid carbs in and then go the second loop or how many other loops that you need to do. Uh, you don't have to carry them all at once. It's the same principle as using your special needs bag. I love that. I love that so much because it's like you're making your aid station your vehicle. That is brilliant. That is a wonderful, wonderful way to um, circumnavigate that problem of carrying all of your stuff with you from the very beginning. Yeah, I mean, it's not always practical, right? Yeah. You don't, you, sometimes you want to run from your house, uh, which is fine also if you, but sometimes, you know, if I run from my house and it's not part of the quote unquote loop, I would bring all of my nutrition, lay them somewhere mm -hmm. where I know someone will not just mm -hmm. think, oh, someone left a bottle here. Someone left some free gels on the side of the road. So <laughs> kind of leave it somewhere incognito yeah. and then just come back for it um, yeah. later on. Thanks for joining us. Make sure to subscribe and share the TriDot podcast with your triathlon crew. For more great Tri content and community, connect with us on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Ready to optimize your training? Head to TriDot.com and start your free trial today. TriDot, the obvious and automatic choice for triathlon training.